everybody for joining us episode 220 of the growing with fishes podcast um it looks like we lost our co-host here he'll be back in a second i'm not entirely sure what happened uh, we had an incident here he was just here i don't know what happened there he is i guess he had to restart zoom zoom can be finicky sometimes I know I'm still trying to figure out why these last couple episodes we have the Zoom logo on the bottom right when we have a corporate account. I'm not really sure why it's doing that. We'll have to figure that out, but that's okay. We'll figure that out another time. Welcome to the Growing Officials Podcast, episode 220. Sorry we weren't on last week. Uh, Marty and I have been working very hard, like busy little bees, uh, to record the last of the online aquaponic cannabis class. That will be available hopefully uh, by the end of next week uh, at uh, apmjclass.com. Uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, just been working on that and then working on with a whole bunch of different growers. Uh, we have a lot of new construction going up in Oklahoma this year uh, and getting ready for next year and uh, getting a lot of cultivars lined up for people from production for next spring. And um, yeah, just working hard up here and, and getting everything going, getting a lot of our edible products into the stores here in Oklahoma as well. That's been working really well. And then uh, working with Roger on some cool new stuff uh, that we'll have available uh, that I think he's going to be talking to us as well. So uh, uh, I'll let him talk first and then I'll touch on what I've been up to. And I think Marty's going to be joining us here uh, uh, at some point here before too long. Hey guys, uh, Roger with Truck Pots. How y'all doing? Uh, yeah, it's uh, this this time of year is pretty exciting for us. We uh, we actually build in house uh, water heaters for your fish tanks, um, especially for those of you growing tilapia. Uh, you you got to keep those warm throughout the winter, um, you know, fall and winter and early spring. Uh, so right now a lot of heaters are moving out, and these are not for huge systems. Um, if you need those, we can point you the right direction. But for uh, the hobbyist size, you know, up to about 1,500 gallons, uh, we can take care of you. Uh, and typically cheaper than you would go with a, a larger heater for a, you know, too small of a system. Uh, but you got to keep your, your water warm anyway if you're trying to grow something, uh, whether it be cannabis or, or veggies or whatever, because things slow down the winter. They don't grow as well in, in cold water. You know, they don't like cold feet. So... Uh, that's that's just something to think about if you're trying to get production you know high in production you've got to keep your water warm for that and when i say warm i'm not talking 80 degrees we're, we're talking you know 65 68 degrees somewhere in there so you don't have to push it too far you can you can save as much money as possible um but when you do that we also recommend people instead of just heating their water uh, which a lot of people make this mistake they they either just heat their water or they just heat their air uh, you need to heat both. Um, and once you start heating your water, uh, you, it takes a minimum amount to heat the air. And what that do, does is keep your uh, humidity lower so that you don't have uh, mildews and other diseases setting in on your plants. Regardless of what you're growing, it's the same problem across the board. Um, so you, you don't end up losing crops due to that high humidity uh, during the winter. Uh, and, and summertime, you also have humidity issues due to the, the heat of the water, but uh, wintertime is especially bad. Um, if your water's warm and your air is cool, that keeps the top of your plants cool and they condensate water really bad. So if you slightly heat the air and also move the air around, that really, really helps tremendously. Uh, that's, that's enough about, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's much more energy efficient to heat the water and then use that warm water to heat the air than it is, uh, I know, and then do just a little bit of supplemental for your air heating. Um, way more cost effective, especially when you combine, um, you know, something like what Roger has with some of the other methods that are out there, uh, especially when you get to larger scales, uh, you know, combining solar with electric or solar with gas. Uh, really makes a huge difference in cutting those costs down. But if you're doing anything on the on the smaller side, IBC IBC systems, things like that, 
Uh, Roger makes some really wonderful, uh, you know, aquaponic and food safe uh, heating elements um, uh, through his website. So definitely check that out, especially with it getting finally cooler. I know a lot of the country has kind of been a little bit spoiled up until about this week or this weekend. Um, in terms of temperatures, it's going to change quick. So uh, if you haven't already prepared for one, uh, make sure you get those get those in the mail soon, or you're gonna you're gonna have some fish that are quite unhappy. Absolutely, absolutely. Um... Yeah, let me see if I can just share a, a picture of what these heaters look like right quick. I just shipped two of these out up to uh, Missouri. Uh, let's see. You'll have to enable screen sharing for me. Anyway, we'll come back to that. You got it done? Takes me two seconds. There you go. Should work now. There we go. We'll just do it real quick, then I'll then I'll hand it back. Um, so that's, that's what they look like. And, and in this particular picture, uh, this is off my back deck, so I apologize. There's no water to see, no fish. Uh, but we've got the screens, the LCD screens, covered up with uh, uh, blue painter's tape just to protect them during shipping. Uh, but that's what they look like. That's the smaller heater. Uh, and actual size-wise, dimension-wise, they're exactly the same. It's just the internal wiring um, on the larger unit is, is more beefy and then you get a much larger heating element. This, this is a 1650, both of these are 1650 watt. Uh, we also carry a 5500 watt and these are built 100% in my office. I, I do them myself. So I know what goes into them. I know you're getting a quality product and uh, it, it's just, it, it, I take a lot of pride in what I do. So when you get one of these, you're, you're gonna get something that's gonna work and it's gonna work for a long time. So enough on that. Let's go back and look at uh, some of the other stuff that we're doing together. Jeez, uh, we're we're managing over a quarter of a million gallons of water right now uh, with our nutrient management service, uh, helping people grow everything from from radishes to, to cannabis, and it's just it's outstanding the results we're seeing. Um, and what we do is we we test your water once or twice a month, depending on which package you go with. And then you get a shipment of minerals either once or twice a month, um, depending on what your package is. And you, you're told exactly when to add those minerals, how to add them, uh, as well as other information, uh, such as balancing your pH. And um, we, we are about to also offer some pest management as well as uh, uh, management of, of mildews and molds and, and other plant diseases. So all that put together means you're going to get a better production crop in the end, uh, which is either worth more money or just higher value for you in particular. Um, that way, when you spend your time and your money and your effort, and blood, sweat, and tears to grow whatever it is you're growing, in the end, you're going to have a viable product um, that, that you can either sell or consume yourself. And that's, I think that's extremely important. Uh, ju just especially in these times, uh, we don't have a whole lot of money to waste. So we want to make sure we spend our money where it can actually be used the most and do the most good for ourselves and for our consumers or our clients um, uh, from your point of view. Uh, and, so uh, okay. go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, and we're, we're, uh, yeah, um, we're also working on a whole new web portal um, that'll be connected to, to true aquaponics in terms of the nutrient supply. Um, that'll be all geared specifically towards cannabis, aquaponic cannabis production um, with the dosing all geared towards that, everything on the bag, um, you know, to kind of give everyone, you know, a resource for aquaponic cannabis. There isn't a go-to store right now for nutrients with the dosing set up for that on the packaging. There isn't a go-to place where you can get, you know, uh, uh, you know, bulk, um, uh, you know, pest control management agents uh, with the, you know, different dosing instructions for aquaponic cannabis. Um, so we're working on putting that all together into one, um, you know, one umbrella and one new website that we're working on together uh, on. So that'll be, you know, specifically geared for aquaponic cannabis producers and, and all the needs that they have from both the pest side and, the, and the, the, the nutrient side as much as we're able to provide through through our own stuff. And if we can't, we'll recommend you in the right place. So that'll be really awesome. And then uh, we have a bunch of other cool stuff that we'll be adding on to that, uh, you know, kind of as, as we get different things online and more things come together uh, that are in the works, uh, you'll have more and more resources available to you in terms of uh, uh, additional uh, um, 
additional resources in terms of equipment as, as well uh, uh, shortly thereafter. So it'll be a lot, a lot of fun and uh, we got a lot of cool stuff we're working on, but um, uh, uh, you know, having a, a whole web portal that people can go to for everything they need for aquaponic cannabis nutrients and all that um, with, with dosing instructions and everything right there on the website and on the bags uh, really uh, doesn't exist right now. So we're gonna uh, kind of give everybody the, those resources because it's badly needed. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I got to tell you, I'm extremely excited. Today is the 19th of November. I would say by the 25th of November, there's going to be a website up that you can actually go to. We have not named it yet. So uh, give us a little bit of time to check back. And you can check with uh, uh, Growing with Fishes, uh, Potent Ponics, or you can email truaquaponics at gmail.com and, and we will give you the new address. And it will be primarily uh, cannabis related to help you folks out that are, are growing cannabis. Because like Steve said, there's not a go-to website at this time uh, for the minerals and supplementation, disease control, pest control for cannabis. It's just, it just doesn't exist. It's, uh, I guess folks are afraid to jump off into it, but we're going to uh, because it's needed, it's necessary. Uh, and a lot of people need help. So we're going to be that, that go-to website and those go-to folks to help you out. Yep. And that'll, that'll be launching uh, shortly after uh, our class launches here next week. Um, Marty and I have been putting a, a ridiculous amount of work and staying up to many nights until 1 or 2 a.m. Uh, recording the, the new version of the class, doing long format versions. We'll be doing uh, even we have a whole bunch of additional content that we're kind of racking up that we're realizing we'd like to cover. Uh, more in depth than than we had originally done with the, the original class. So uh, we have a you know again just like we've talked about before, we'll be updating the class every few months um, with a whole chunk of new recordings and new slides and new pest management references and, and a whole bunch of other great new resources um, to go with that. So um, uh, definitely look forward to that. You can you know pick that up now on uh, pre-order over at apmjclass.com. Uh, if you're looking for those types of resources. And then uh, once we have that all done, uh, I'll be focusing on the book and getting, getting that out next year. So that'll be a lot of fun um, so that uh, uh, you can have access to um, uh, all that stuff uh, and all the wonderful resources that you're looking for. Uh, we've put a ton of work into it and um, spent a lot of time recording, a lot of time. Marty's done a really great job of doing a lot of great insect recordings and pest control recordings. And, um, you know, we're kind of compiling our, our, our combined uh, uh, reference tables together to make a, a really, truly incredible and in-depth class that's, in terms of, of information, depth of information, just above and beyond anything I've seen either in the cannabis or aquaponics world. And really the kind of the class that, that we wish we could take um, uh, as a resource. So um, we're really looking forward to finally getting that out to you guys next week. We're just doing some final editing, final polishing. Um, there's a couple of slides or maybe we had some background noise that we didn't like that we want to re-record, or maybe we want to change this, the, the pictures and the slides out or whatever and re-record. So um, we're just in the final stages of having that available. That's, that's excellent, Steve. I cannot wait to see y'all's class come out. That's going to be absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm expecting great things. You may be muted. I'm, I can't hear you. You can find out more information on that at apmjclass.com. Um, so what, what type of problems have you been seeing people having lately with their, their garden? Uh, you get a, a lot of questions every day from customers as well as the Facebook group. Uh, what's kind of the latest in, uh, in aquaponics in terms of uh, what, are, what are you seeing people having issues with? The, the biggest thing, for whatever reason, right at this moment, people are starting up new systems. Uh, and that, that could have something to do with the political issues going on or maybe the, the food insecurity going on. Uh, there's... I mean, I, in, in my entire lifetime, I'm 50 years old. I've never seen food lines until 2020, you know? Uh, so I, I, there's a lot of people starting up new systems and that's they're seeing a lot of problems there because they're uneducated uh, on what they really need to do. Um, and, and that's, we're, we're helping them with fish recycling to, to get going instead of losing all their fish because there's so many people out there saying, hey, just throw fish in some water. 
get you some media, throw some some plants in there, you're good to go, feed them. And that's just not the case. You, you, you've got to husband your fish uh, and take care of them like kids. Um, and that, that's just not openly taught in, in the market right now. So that, that's a big problem. Uh, so we're helping people with that. And then also, um, crap, I lost my train of thought, but it's, it's uh, nutrient issues that we're seeing across the board uh, that we're, we're trying to help folks with. Um, and a lot of them uh, don't even buy from us. They just come from us or to us for help. And then they, they go out and they try to seek minerals on their own. And that's, that's fine. Uh, that, that's really fine. We, we hope in the end, no matter where you get it, you just get the right stuff and do the right thing and, and make your uh, produce, whatever it is, uh, cannabis or, or whatever it is, it needs to be high quality. That way you're, you're giving yourself something your body can use instead of just, I mean, otherwise go to Walmart and buy the crap, right? Um, order it from, from overseas or whatever. You're going to get what you pay for. Uh, but we, we see a lot of problems. Let's see. One of the biggest problems we're seeing right now is uh, powdery mildew coming in um, with the high humidity levels in, in greenhouses. As the uh, air is cooling off, the greenhouses are still warm inside. The water's still warm. Uh, and so they're, they're getting these, these plumes of, of humidity. And it's, it's just a perfect place for something like powdery mildew. And, and there's other diseases just to explode. Uh, and people are losing a lot of plants because of it. Now, it's not really dangerous for the fish, as far as I know, but uh, they're losing their plants, and that's cost them either money or time or food on their table for their loved ones. Uh, and in the, the cannabis market, it's costing them something that, you know, it's, it's, you've got to destroy the product because it's, it's useless at that point. Um, I mean, you don't want to smoke or, or make butter out of uh, disease-ridden uh, products. So, it's that, that's some of the biggest problems we're seeing and some of the biggest questions we're seeing uh, right now. System startup and then stopping the, the disease issues with the weather cooling down. Oh, yeah. Cold and humid is really is the, the quickest way to get yourself into, into trouble with mold outbreaks. You know, for sure, the, the mold spores just love that at night. And that's why it's important to maintain your vapor pressure deficit, you know, your temperature to temperature ratio. Um, those two numbers combined along with air movement, which is the third component, which people often overlook, um, is called your vapor pressure deficit. Now, uh, if your vapor pressure, pressure deficit is too far above or beyond outside of range, uh, either that air temperature is too high and humidity is too low or vice versa, those plants won't respirate at an optimal level. And when they're not respirating at an optimal level, um, you know, that, that's going to create conditions where, where mold can really thrive and, and start to infect the plant and the plant's immune system isn't going to be, you know, in tip top shape. So uh, ensuring that you have, um, you know, uh, that right type of scenario really is important. Um, the other thing that's nice too, when you properly heat your water, you can have some pretty catastrophic failures in terms of uh, greenhouse structure and still maintain, you know, warm enough of a heat bubble to, to keep your plants alive. I know when I was in Colorado uh, working with Robbie at, at the aquaponics source in our R&D greenhouse, at his house, we had a whole wall of the greenhouse blow open. And because the water temperature started off at 72 in the middle of the winter, uh, it had dropped down to 66 by the time we noticed it in the morning, but all the plants survived. Uh, you know, all the fish survived, you know, there was enough thermal mass in that circulatory water and, and enough heat in that water, even though the wind, you know, side of the greenhouse was flapping in the wind, we didn't get any frost burn on any of the plants, you know what I mean? So that's why, you know, making sure that you have both adequate heating for both your temperature and your water and cooling as well. You know, uh, we see this all the time in, in, in Oklahoma uh, and Texas when people build aquaponics facilities and aren't experienced with, with the, the temperature extremes that happen here, uh, especially when people come out from Cali. Um, <laughs> I see it. Um, uh, uh, people come out and, and aren't used to the extreme heat here unless they've lived in the valley. So, um, you know, they, they aren't prepared to put in cooling coils in the, in the water for the, the water for the aquaponics system or, or even hydroponic system. You know, you have to cool that down. And, and the easiest, cheapest way to do it is to bury those coils in the ground and treat them the same way as a, as a GAT system for air, you know, and just circulate it down. You don't need to spend money chilling all that with compressors and all that. It's too expensive, especially when you get to greenhouse scale. Um, it's, it's far cheaper to do a one-time buy on a bunch of, of, of PEX pipe, uh, metal PEX pipe, 
uh, and throw the coils in the ground and then run a closed loop. It, it's much more cheaper, much more efficient. And um, certainly the running cost, uh, maybe not the upfront cost, but absolutely the running cost is infinitely cheaper um, uh, uh, to run that loop than it is to, um, to do that through solar heating. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, any, anytime you can use uh, the earth to heat or cool something, uh, just just the cost of pumping water through those tubes is so much cheaper than anything else you could imagine. Um, oh, and we, we push sorry, that not, quite a bit. I meant, I meant the, uh, the compressed chillers. Sorry, I smoked a lot of hash today. Oh, no, I, I understand what you mean. A, a compressed chiller is, is extremely expensive to run, especially... Uh, when you get up on into size, um, you know, 15,000 gallons plus trying to cool down that much water or heat up that much water either way, you're talking an extreme cost. So you need to be moving uh, quite a bit of product through your system uh, on a daily basis to, to cover that and make it worthwhile to have. Um, that's, that's what a lot of people miss when they're setting up a commercial system. Uh, <clears throat> regardless of what your product is, if you're not moving it quick enough, uh, you, you're going to lose money, uh, so you got to think ahead and plan ahead on how to heat or cool, uh, how to control your humidity, um, air movement, everything, and, and then also minerals. And one of the things you brought up while ago was uh, the respiration of plants. Um, if, if the conditions are wrong and the plants aren't respirating, that means they're not uptaking nutrients to their roots. Uh, a lot of people don't think about that. So if your plants aren't respirating, they're not going to get the nutrition they need, regardless of what you got in your water, whether you've got uh, the proper mineral levels or not, uh, they're not going to get those minerals into them if they're not respirating. So that, that's something to keep in mind, to, to think ahead about that, uh, especially on a commercial scale, uh, where you can lose so much money so quick uh, and, and literally wipe out your, your business model in just a couple of, of months uh, with those situations happening. So, you know, think ahead, ask for help, get some consultation. Uh, we, we are, that's one of the things when I add in this new website is, is consulting uh, to help uh, the new folks as well as uh, people that are already established and going. Um, everybody needs help. There's, there's nobody out there that I know of that is 100% uh, on top of everything. Uh, they try, uh, God love them, they try, but the, the, it just doesn't happen. Uh, you, you need professional help to guide you. Um, and many times you need it from multiple directions. So we're, we're trying to bring all those things together into one package, uh, whether it be pest management or, or uh, mineral balance in your water, or, you know, like, like we we're talking about the humidity control. Uh, people just don't understand all aspects. You, you've got to have a uh, a vast amount of knowledge. So we pull in multiple people to do that, uh, to bring all that knowledge into one place and, and then put it back out to where it helps people and, and consult you in that direction. So that's, that's one of the things we're looking at doing uh, very shortly. Uh, so in this new website, you'll be able to find that. You're muted. Place. It'll be one kind of a one-stop place for a lot of the resources that people have been asking us for on a regular basis as well. So uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And we'll have, uh, have that hopefully to unveil uh, the after, after uh, Black Friday and all that. So it'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, what, we, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, we should have that website up and run it. It won't be fully established, but it'll be there. Uh, and, and folks will be able to start coming in and browsing around after Thanksgiving. Um, I mean, the website is probably going to be up in a couple of days, but there's not going to be anything on it. Um, it, it takes time to add that stuff and, and get everything lined out. So uh, after Thanksgiving, after Black, Black Friday, what we should be up and running uh, on a limited basis to be able to start helping folks and pointing them in the right direction. So very excited about it. I don't know if you can tell or not. This is this is my excited face. Um, so. Very excited, very excited, yes, very excited. Um, <laughs> I love, love that movie, by the way, the movie's great. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen is a wizard. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, um, 
Uh, someone asked in chat, can I do aquaponics in an area that gets cold? You absolutely can, but you definitely need to uh, insulate your system and make sure that you heat it, or you need to make sure that you um, uh, can put it into uh, you know an enclosed environment that you can maintain temperature. Uh, or the other option is to just shut it down in the wintertime and have fish that can tolerate the colder temperatures and, and make sure that you don't you know totally freeze the system up entirely. Um, you know, again, it just depends on, on where you are exactly. What is the best temperatures to yep. keep roots healthy in aquaponics? Um, the best temperature to keep roots healthy in aquaponics is at 66 to 68 range, just like uh, Roger was saying a little bit earlier. Uh, now, if I'm in the dead of winter, we might run it as high as 72 uh, degrees, maybe even 74. If I think we're going to come into a really, really cold night or something like that, we might bump the temperatures up a little bit. Um, but in the summertime, we try to run around, you know, 66 um again that give us that kind of thermal battery to suck it up so um if that water temperature starts to creep up on us which inevitably it will in the summertime um, it gives us a little bit of buffer room to kind of uh, bleed that off when you start to get into really high temperatures it starts to affect both nutrient availability but also oxygen levels um yeah so so optimal would be 66 to 68 uh, if you're in an ideal world um, but again, if you're in a greenhouse setting, you know, it, it, it behooves you to run a little bit warmer in the wintertime uh, to try and gain some of that extra thermal mass in the event of a you know, power failure or something else. So the water temperature, I would say, you know, comfortably try to keep it below 74. Um, you're going to start to see problems when you get above 72. Um, you're going to start to see serious problems when you get above 78. You're going to start to see, you know, the ability for pathogens to really accelerate rapidly. Um, I have personally seen aquaponic cannabis systems as high as the low 90s um, that were not properly designed. Um, <laughs> uh, and the plants were barely hanging on. And if they were not using probiotic dosing, those plants would be absolutely toast. And that's, you know, when you do have uh, failures of, of equipment, that's where making sure that you're dosing probiotics, you know, things like lactobacillus, things like IMO dosing and those types of things <coughs> can help provide an extra buffer for you. To... Yeah, I have COVID 420. <laughs> That's what we tell people in restaurants and stuff with COVID 420. I know it's a little bit bad, but whatever. That's a bad joke. Whatever. Don't worry about it. No, I, I totally have fully respect for the the people that have passed, but well, at this have, at this point, there's been there's the, been so many people that that we've lost, uh, and I've I've lost family members, and a lot of other people have too. Mm -hmm. Probably a lot of people watching this video right now have, have lost family members. Um, so we we I, I think we try to make light of it to make it easier to deal with, um, but. You know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, can't change it. All we do is change what we're doing in the future. So, yeah. We think we think my mother might have even passed away from it in December, back before we really knew what was going on, just based on her symptoms now. You know, after the fact, it very well could have been that. So, um, we just don't know, you know, so. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, on a lighter note, uh, he asks, uh, should I put my first set up together part by part or buy one? Um, you know, I really would uh, uh, look at, you know, um, it just depends on the size that you're doing. Now, if you're doing a, a really small scale, it might behoove you to buy a, you know, a parts kit. If you're doing something a little bit larger, you know, you're probably better off trying to build something yourself. It really just depends on the scale uh, that you're trying to assemble and how many plants you're trying to grow. Just to add to that, if you build it yourself, no matter the size, you're going to understand it better in the end. So if something goes wrong, you're going to know how to fix it quicker if you build it yourself. Absolutely. And especially when it comes to troubleshooting. Yeah. Troubleshooting problems is always easier if you understand the mechanics of, of what you've put together. And I remember the very first system I built, I was, I was pretty ill when I built it. I was on very high doses of prednisone and I was kind of nuts. Uh, because of that so i i built all kinds of crazy stuff and and had to troubleshoot it later to figure it out but because i'd actually done it myself i knew where everything was 
the mechanics of it, how it went together. So I was able to fix it uh, really quickly rather than just losing my entire investment. So yeah, any, anytime you can build it piece by piece yourself, uh, that, that's a good thing. But that doesn't mean there's not really good kits out there. Um, and that's that's another thing. Uh, we, we offer a design build. So you come to us and tell us, hey, I've got this, this size greenhouse or I'm going to have this size greenhouse. We can build a system to fit in a kit uh, and you can put it, you still put it together yourself so you understand how it goes together and how it works. Um, but you don't have to go out and actually source every particular part yourself. So that's, I think that's a, a really good service that, that's offered by us. Uh, and it's, it's not easy to find on the website right now because we don't really push it. But um, if you come to us direct, we, we will definitely help you set one up and design it. Um, we're not going to do really small systems. So, I mean, if you're looking at an IBC system, there, there's plenty of plans out there on the internet. If you can't find one, let us know. We'll point you the right direction. Um, but for the larger commercial size systems, uh, if you really want to get one that's set up right the first time, come to us, ask us for help. We'll put together a package for you. Um, it's not free, obviously, but uh, at least in the end, you're going to have something you can believe in, trust in, and you're going to understand how it works. And that's, I think that's extremely important. Absolutely. And you know there are there are a couple of different companies that have little kits together that you can buy. Um, you know, just be wary of anything that's overly automated. Um, you know, over automation automates problems and disasters uh, when it comes to aquaponics. So uh, definitely be cautious. And then anyone that tells you you don't need to supplement, uh, just laugh at them and walk away. Is it better to keep low pH five point five to six range or more? high for better uptake of newts and supplements and aquaponics. Well, uh, for aquaponics, we generally aim for 6.4 to 6.8 pH, ideally for, for our aquaponic systems. Uh, most of the time aiming for that 6.6 .6 to 7.0 uh, pH range, but uh, you know, in an optimal system, you know, anywhere from 7.4 to, to 6.8, I'm sorry, 6.4 to 6.8, uh, it would be your sweet spot. What's the additives or supplements most used? Um, uh, so uh, uh, you can actually go over to truealkaponics.com and he has a wide range of all the different various nutrients um, that are, are used for aquaponics depending on the, the setup. But um, uh, widely, uh, actually, I'll let Roger answer that and he can tell you what, what you know, are used the most over there. The, uh, the hottest selling thing um, that we have, the most used mineral we have, it's really not just a single mineral, it's uh, potassium silicate. Uh, second in line is gonna be um, potassium sulfate, uh, then iron chelate. And there's two variations of iron chelate that we carry. Uh, the DTPA, which is uh, kind of a yellowish, greenish, brownish powder, depending on, on which run of the, the mineral you've got. <coughs> and also, uh, E-D-D-H-A, I think I said that right. Anyway, it's it's kind of a red powder. It's 6% iron. Uh, the problem with it is it turns your water red. Um, it looks like you had a shark attack. So if you don't have shark in your system and you add it, don't, uh, don't think something's wrong. It's normal. We've had a lot of people call and write us immediately after adding that particular iron. They're like, oh, my God, are all my fish dead? No, they're not dead. That's just uh, how it colors the water. The, uh, the next biggest thing, uh, the magnesium and um, uh, what's the other one? Calcium are, are two of the other big movers um, that are necessary for all plants. I mean, everything I've, I've talked about so far, all plants need it. Uh, it. It varies in how much each one needs, but we've established certain amounts uh, and we send out instructions of, you know, per hundred gallons of pool, per 400 or 500 gallons at this much, uh, this often. That way you don't have to guess at it. You just measure it out, whether it be by teaspoon or, or by ounce and you add it to your water, whether it be once a week or once every three weeks. And you're, you're pretty good to go um, on, on the hobbyist level. If you're into commercial or you are a commercial setup, 
you really want to go with like our, our nutrient management service uh, to where you get your water tested so we can balance out exactly what minerals you need. Um, and, and I've kind of gotten off topic for, for what's the, the, the greatest used minerals, but it's important to understand that if, if you are in that commercial area, commercial grade, you want to balance your minerals, balance your system. That way your plants get exactly what they need and grow to their optimum uh, potential as quickly as possible without, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of dirt farmers now, they, they just throw lots of nitrogen out there and make the plants grow really fast and green. They look good, but uh, their, their actual properties are much, much lower. And you want to have that fast uh, growth, but you want that growth to be complete and be producing all the vitamins, minerals, and uh, or, 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 or turpentines and cannabinoids and what have you, uh, cannibals. Uh, so <laughs> Tur terpenes and cannabinoids, I think is the uh, what you're looking for. <laughs> so, uh, so the other ones that we see often pretty commonly depleted in aquaponics would be molybdenum and manganese. Um, those are often, especially in older systems, in fact, um, one of the, uh, one of the, the, the commercial clients that we work with, uh, in fact, it's, it's one of the more common things we see with newer, larger uh, commercial clients that have older systems. You know, if they have something that's been up for one, two, three, four years, like that, uh, that's been, you know, pretty well established and been up and running for a while, almost across the board, the molybdenum is stripped completely out. And that's, uh, you know, heavily to do with the, the, the large amounts of nitrogen. A lot of people are running, you know, their nitrates higher than they really should be because um, they're trying to push that fish production. And um, it's causing those plants to just strip all the molybdenum out. And it, again, it's, it's probably one of the most common things we see across the board on uh, working with commercial setups. And that's, that's, that's part of that problem from the dirt farmers of just throwing nitrogen on their plants to make them grow. Uh, they think that higher nitrates better because it's higher nitrogen levels. Uh, they think they're going to get quicker growth, but at, at a certain point, uh, 80, 80 parts per million or something in that area, you, you actually, it starts locking itself out and locking other minerals out as well as it's used all this molybdenum. Um, so that, that's a real problem. Um, and it's, that's information that the normal grower is just not going to know. So um, when you, you come to, to either myself or Steve, we, we help you with that uh, going forward so that you are growing as uh, high quality produce uh, or cannabis that, that you can uh, with, with a minimal investment. Um, it's not about how much money you spend. In the end, it's about how you spend that money. Um, so, I mean, you can throw as much money as you want at anything and you still get a, a non-viable product. Uh, so we, we try to go the other direction and, and minimize your investment uh, with the greatest possible output, if that makes sense. Well, um, is there any other, uh, I, I guess the other big thing I, see, I think that we see where that's done wrong or taught wrong is um, how to raise your pH, uh, which is a really basic thing for aquaponics. So the nitrification process, the process of, of fish waste being converted to nitrate and becoming fit less fish lethal and more plant available, lowers the pH along with many of your other mineralization um, processes will lower pH over time. Now, traditionally, a lot of people have been taught use potassium hydroxide, calcium hydroxide, which again, if I'm using a hydroponic nutrient solution with no live organisms, and I just want pure control, that's a wonderful option, but we're not doing hydroponics. Um, I really wish they would stop saying that aquaponics is a marriage of hydroponics and aquaculture. It's not. It's a marriage of aquaculture and living soil. Um, it's a much better analogy. We're using aquatic soil, living aquatic soil. And uh, aquaculture is a much better analogy in terms of actual chemistry model. Um, so we're going to actually look at um, uh, things uh, uh, utilizing potassium silicate and calcium carbonate which does a much better job at providing the full nutrient range that the plants need to do their best and get the best yields, especially with cannabis, but also with lettuce. We see increased heat and, uh, and cold tolerance, um, stress reduction, less chance of frostbite, less chance of, of bolting in lettuce, uh, you know, a decrease in bolting 
uh, and, and you know prolonging of, of how the long the conditions take to, to achieve bolting in lettuce and a whole bunch of other um, uh, reductions in stress hormone production um, by utilizing uh, silica as well as an increase in the plant's immune system. Um, so you end up less instances of powdery mildew, less instances of black mold, less instances of blight um, because of the silica being helping the plant's own immune system better defend itself. Um, but it's almost never taught in, in aquaponics for some ridiculous reason, even though it is 100% a plant essential nutrient, even though it is wrongly not taught as such in a lot of places. Um, and then calcium carbonate is also providing a carbonate or carbon source for your microbes and the, and the health that they need. Um, hydroxides don't do that. They add hydrogen and the, the, the nutrient to the water and don't really, you know, they're not providing much of anything other than just potassium or calcium. Whereas these other nutrients are either helping provide base for the microbes and, and doing it or helping also provide silica. Uh, now, we can also supplementally use potassium bicarbonate occasionally to help boost that further when we need a little extra carbonate or alkalinity uh, to help further support the microbial replication when your microbes and your alkalinity, um, uh, when, you're, when your microbe replication cuts in half when you drop below 40 parts per million of alkalinity. Um, so uh, that's why it's very important to um, uh, maintain those and, and why it's it's kind of goofy to me that people don't pay more attention to it. I mean, this is stuff that's pretty basic and taught to anyone that's ever kept a reef tank. If you if you keep a reef tank, especially an expensive one, you know, you're measuring strontium levels and calcium levels and magnesium levels and alkalinity levels. And this is all second nature to you. I'm, I'm preaching your language. But why do we just ignore it when it comes to plants? Like this is just dumb when when plants are basically terrestrial coral. You know, why, why should we treat them any differently? It's, it's you know, especially when we have access to, to the resources. So, you know, you can utilize the, the test sheets like we have over at um, uh, either True Aquaponics or on the Aquaponic Cannabis Growers Facebook group. I believe I have it uploaded in both places. I have a testing Excel spreadsheet that provides the home tests for most of the different things that you can test for. And then you can also, uh, again, if you're on a commercial scale, that gets quite expensive, right, to, to do that. But if you're a home grower and you live in the middle of nowhere, it might behoove you to test some of the stuff on a, on a regular basis. Um, but if, if, you know, it's much cheaper uh, per test to send it off and, and have it done um, and, and get all of it uh, in one shot. Now, um, uh, uh, so you can, again, check that out in the file section of either True Aquaponics or uh, Aquaponic Cannabis Growers Group for that test uh, cheat sheet. And that's something else too, you know, you shouldn't be blindly dosing anything if you don't know what your baseline is. You know, would you blindly take a medication without having any idea what the dosing should be? Of course you would, that would be crazy. People are happy to do it with their aquaponic systems all the time though. <laughs> and why, I don't know. But uh, people need to, you know, kind of put things, I guess, with their aquaponic system, maybe a little bit more in context into something that maybe is a, a little more familiar with their everyday life. And uh, I think a lot of things make, you know, will, will intuitively make a lot of sense to people that maybe didn't quite see those, those things as being an issue. Yeah, I think, I think you just hit on a point of uh, blindly dosing and, and self-medicating. Uh, yeah, you, you, some people, of course, do self-medicate because they don't they don't realize the dangers um, or how much they hurt themselves by doing so. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it is the same thing. And in the end, if you're blindly dosing your systems without knowing what's in there or what you need to have in there or what potential level you need to have, in the end, you're going to uptake that yourself when you consume those plants. So that's that's a really important point that. Uh, is you're just not going to hear very often out in the market uh, for aquaponics. Um, people just don't talk about it. Uh, they just say, hey, do this, do that, use fish poop only or whatever. And, and they end up with plants that may, may look good to you at the time, but actually aren't very good for you. And if you had them tested, you'd find that out without a doubt. Um, the, the problem with plants that you think look good versus plants that really do look good and really are healthy, when you put them side by side, you see the real difference. And, and we've done that here at Trochoponics. We, we have actually run multiple systems, uh, I say multiple, just two, side by side, uh, dosing one system properly 
and just running fish food with fish poop uh, in the other. And the difference is astonishing when you put plants next to each other. Um, they, they're getting the same light, they got the same temperature, same water temperature, uh, same amount of fish, nitrates the same, everything's the same except how we dose the minerals. Uh, so you, you can really see the difference and you can taste the difference and your body's getting the, the vitamins and minerals uh, from those plants, whether it be veggies or whatever you're getting from, from the, the cannabis when you grow that, it's gonna be the same thing. If, if you're growing it right, you're gonna see the difference in the end, especially if you put them next. What, what happened? Is it my audio, your audio? I can hear you. I guess it was my audio all of a sudden. That's so weird. All of a sudden, we've had some issues with Zoom. Not quite sure why. We uh, we're getting a new internet. Oh no! I haven't been booted in a while, but earlier I was booted several times. I don't know why. We uh, I'm getting a much better internet service in January. They're the it's almost the, they ran new lines in our neighborhood, and it's just not turned on yet. So, with the hardware's all installed, they just haven't flipped it on. So. Uh, once that happens, we'll have a, a much more solid internet connection because right now we're microwave to the tower. So, so what what you're saying is you're not giving your your internet connection the proper mineral. Yes, yes, I'm underdosing my, my nutrients on my my wet my broadband. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but definitely check that out too. Uh, um, again, Marty and I have put a ton of work into the class. Roger and I are putting a ton of work into getting this new web web portal together um, to try and simplify a lot of stuff. You know, we've been around uh, long enough to kind of see a lot of the bigger problems that people are having. You know, people tend to have the same problems; they just don't know where to go, how much to dose to fix their issues. Um, we're gonna, you know, have a, a web portal for all things aquaponic cannabis, specifically for that. That'll be kind of a one one-stop area for all that, including education and uh, and um, nutrients. So it'll help uh, make all of your lives easier, all the wonderful people that watch this show. So, And if you're listening to the show, please drop the, uh, the how many gallons your system is in the in the comments. And then we'll make sure that we try to, you know, have dosing available for what, for what everybody has. So uh, if you could help us out, and you're listening to the podcast, please drop the, the gallonage in the comments of this video uh, and um, uh, help us out that way. And uh, we can make sure that we have uh, all the, the set instructions on the bags for you know all the, the general sizes that you guys are keeping. We have a, a, you're pretty much having a good idea of what people are doing based on our, our current customer base. But um, also, yes, uh, like Roger was saying, we're super excited to, to let everybody know we're, we've now achieved over a quarter million gallons um, that we are managing with the Nutrient Management Service. So. Uh, across the US. So um, super, super excited about that. We have some some really cool pictures we'll be putting out here uh, uh, be before the end of the year of one of the facilities that we've really helped to turn around. Uh, that, that's quite large. Uh, so um, I think, uh, and we have yet to have a single person cancel their service uh, that signed up for it in, in over a year of service. So we're super, super excited about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely impressed with the uh... Uh, folks have, have come in. They once they once they get in and see the difference in their plants, it's 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 night and day. I mean, and I can show you pictures now of, of smaller systems where their plants have turned from being uh, okay to being excellent uh, in a matter of weeks, and then they just stay excellent. Um, with a few exceptions, we we've had a couple of people that have done something uh, outside of what we've told them to do mess things up and then come back and say, hey, this is messed up. We're like, what'd you do? And they tell us, we're like, stop, do only this and it fixes them again. So, I mean, yeah, ever, everybody will get a little rambunctious and make a mistake once in a while, that's human nature. Uh, but we, we are still there to help them or to help you if you're, you come on board with us uh, to go the right direction. It's, it's all about production in the end of a quality product. And like I said, people make mistakes and, and do things they shouldn't do. But if you if you pay attention to stick with us, we'll keep you going the right direction and keep you putting out the best possible product uh, that can be put out uh, for your system. Um, and 
aquaponics, uh, you know, I tell you, since, since I got into it in 2012, it's, uh, it's been a life-changing event for me uh, just from what I grow. Uh, and not to mention all the people that we've helped along the way. And now that, that we've teamed up, Steve and I together, um, we, we are really making a difference, especially in these really large systems where they think they're doing the right thing. We get them to come in and give us a shot. And after the first month, they, they are like, we're never leaving. This is wonderful. We're sticking around and we're spreading the word. So uh, it's, 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 it's just a wonderful thing. It's, it's great to see people doing as well as they're doing after we get involved with them. And in the end, we're saving them a lot of money. Uh, so that's, that's a really, really huge factor. Uh, most of them, their bottom line has gone way, way up. Uh, their return on investment is way up and their overall cost has gone down uh, by switching over and using us for their, their, uh, nutrient management service. Hugh, Steve. Sorry about that. I was replying to somebody. I was just dropping the store. If you guys haven't haven't checked it out, um, we'll have it here on the description. Uh, I'll uh, I'll add it in there um, and make sure we have it uh, in there. But um, uh, Jesse, a big fan of the show and a friend of the show. Um, who also works with a lot of different uh, groups in terms of school groups and cannabis groups and education groups and all different types of different groups and helps get them merch and t-shirts and things to help fund their different various things. Um, has set up a really cool uh, uh, website for us uh, over on uh, jellybomb.com. And um, if you're looking for aquaponic vegetable or cannabis uh, t-shirts or hoodies, uh, for men and women, uh, they have all kinds of great stuff uh, over there if you're looking for that kind of stuff. So thought I'd plug it. Um, and uh, yeah, we use uh, our little yeah, portion Jesse's to help fund the, uh, yeah, the hosting. And we'll be contacting her soon too. Oh yeah, and she's a great person. If you have a, a group that you're looking to help, you know, do some, some fundraising for, uh, she can help you uh, get all of your, uh, you know, t-shirt needs uh, uh I squared away. So uh, thanks again to her for putting that together for us. There's a uh, quite a cool variety of different uh, aquaponic cannabis uh, merch over there. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I do apologize for everybody. Uh, this episode being a little bit of a, an in, uh, a mild infomercial, but uh, we've been working really hard on a whole bunch of stuff that we haven't really been able to talk about. And, all, and, and a lot of it's going to launch in the next seven to 14 days. And um, we're kind of just excited to be able to talk about it. And uh, uh, yeah, just, just super happy to, to have a whole bunch of new resources for all the people that are fans of the show and uh, to kind of help give you guys a lot of the tools that you need to succeed. You know, we do a lot of, uh, on here to, to teach you guys things and now we're gonna help try to give you the tools as well. Um, so um, we're gonna be launching this uh, hand in hand with the class and then uh, We'll have the book late at launching next year and then it'll it'll all kind of be one giant uh, portal it'll be it'll be really awesome uh you know and kind of get all the things that you need to, to succeed under one roof so um i think you guys are going to be really happy with it um all righty well uh why don't you tell everybody how to find you and uh, and we'll wrap up the show well i believe you're putting a link in the description down there so oh, yeah. i'll put it out there trawlcoponics.com but Throw your link down there and uh, let them just click through that and and they'll get to us. And as soon as we get the new website up, we'll give you that link also and help as many people as possible. And, and yeah, it's been kind of a mild infomercial, but uh, in the end, there's going to be a whole lot of people we help uh, with zero revenue, and that is fine too. Um, it's, it's all about helping you do better, regardless of what it does for us. So uh, if you want to use our products, great. If you don't, come get some help and 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 get product wherever you you want to. Um, we'll still support you because that's that's how we believe. Oh yeah, and and there's, you know, some of our best customers are people that that 
started off with with other aquaponics companies that had other aquaponics companies build their systems and we came in and helped them become more efficient and and you know without those other companies those people wouldn't have those systems so you know just because uh, you, you have a different background or something doesn't mean that you can't you know also benefit from from some of the things that we can provide you know there's lots of other people out there that have different pieces of the puzzle but maybe don't have the whole picture and and we can really help you you know get uh, overcome some of those obstacles for sure so alrighty, well, um, I've been working pretty hard out here in Oklahoma. We have a bunch new of new uh, cultivation construction. I'll also be working on a new private um, build for myself, um, which I'm super excited on. We'll have a little growth space. We'll be able to do uh, some seed runs and some flower runs all in aquaponics. Um, super excited about that. We're gonna be running a, a tent system, which we'll be doing a, kind of aquarium style. And then we'll also be doing a, a, a larger uh, system more akin to, um, uh, if you guys have seen Dylan's, uh, and uh, I'll leave his last name out of it because I don't know if he wants us to mention it, but Dylan from the Aquaponic Facebook group um, has a wonderful setup. In fact, it's the, the, the main picture on there for the profile picture. Um, we're going to be setting up something very similar to, in size to what he has uh, here in Oklahoma, um, just to have something to play with and do some content on. So um, while we're waiting on the greenhouses to get built. So um yeah it'll be a lot of fun uh things are coming together good business is roaring um with post-election uh all kinds of floodgates have opened around the world um i think uh we'll be back uh doing some cool we have some really cool projects uh outside the u.s that we'll be doing in the next six to eight months assuming that the borders uh are not particularly pricky to get through um so um yeah, just just really excited on some cool new projects that uh, are be at a bigger scale, and then uh, you know finally getting back to uh, Africa eventually at some point next year when we we're ready to pick that back up. That hasn't died, but it's uh, everything's on pause. You can't. It's it's brutally hard to move anything, especially large amounts of cannabis biomass. It's hard to move a fridge from Africa to the United States. Better yet, a uh, a large amount of CBD biomass or CBG biomass. So um, everything's just kind of paused for now uh, I the, the biggest issue is just pest control really can't get pest control into into that area right now and it's just a pain in you know not reliably to where we can bank the farm on it and until we can it's not financially sane to do that right so um just how the world is right now um, but certainly looking forward to uh next year and things kind of hopefully uh, becoming less screwed up i think everyone is <laughs> i'm all right well robo roger says uh he's also ready <laughs> yeah absolutely let's 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 move along <laughs> that's enough of this one close All right. the chapter close the book open a new book oh yeah so if you're checking wanting to, to get the latest knock upon a cannabis education check out apmjclass.com uh the new online class will launch um next weekend um we're aiming for thursday friday um and uh worst case scenario will be sunday monday um we we just we got everything fully recorded we're just kind of polishing it up re-recording a couple of stuff that got screwed up with audio or whatever problem happened with the you know in, in editing with video files and stuff like that so um we're, we're real close to getting that done and we'll have that out next week so definitely check that out if you're looking for a great christmas gift and you want something that you can give to someone that's interested in and in starting an aquaponic cannabis business that really is what what the class is aimed at is someone that's doesn't have any kind of background in aquaponics or cannabis and wants to get a business started and um, if you're a home grower you'll get a heck of a lot out of it too um, but we also cover licensing licensing applications um, you know, local politics, you know, different strategies for navigating them, different multiple business models uh, that we've seen be successful, um, you know, what the margins are on those, you know, what the risks are on them. So we really kind of break down a lot of the, the intricacies of, of the market, uh, uh, as well as, you know, getting into the science and the nutrients and pest control and design and all that stuff as well. So um, you know, really is a different perspective on, on classes. And again, we, we really cover a wider range of topics. And I think just about any other um, uh, cannabis class covers, uh, uh, certainly any that I've had the pleasure of taking. That's just excellent news, man. I, I'm, I'm looking at the website right now, uh, apmjclass.com, uh, and it's it's excellent website. Good looking. 
Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm in the process of revamping my website too, by the way. So that'll also look brand new here, hopefully in January or February. Uh, they're working on that too. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, big um, thank you to everyone who's watching. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, and then we'll have um, kind of a short show next week because it's Thanksgiving. But uh, um, we'll be back in December. We have some really cool guests lined up for December, uh, especially the first week of December. We have a really interesting guest. Um, and then we have um, some people that have um, children that are affected by seizures that we have lined up as guests that are going to come talk to us about some of the edible products that we've been designing in, in Oklahoma and how that's been able to help their children. Um, there's a woman that we've been working with closely to help give, um, um, you know, safe medicine for her child after uh, the local store stopped carrying what she needed. Um, so we stepped in and made the exact formulation that they needed and it's been nothing but success and we could not be happier to help. Uh, and um, we're going to have her on and her struggle and talk about her different interactions that she's had with everything from being threatened with CPS action to uh, just for simply trying to stop her kids' seizures um, that wouldn't respond to medication to all different types of stuff. So it'll be a really interesting guest and kind of a, a different perspective that I think a lot of people haven't had, certainly not haven't had firsthand um, to hear from someone that's, you know, really had to deal with that kind of stuff. So that'll be another, you know, interesting guest that we have lined up. And then some other industry people that will be bopping on uh, some other cool projects that I'm working and collaborating with, with some other big names that you guys are going to see uh, next year that I think you guys are going to be happy about that may or may not come on during December to, to talk with us. And then, uh, yeah, we have uh, some travel coming up here in, in the wintertime. Um, so that'll be interesting. But uh, thanks again for watching. Uh, again, you can find out all of our podcast episodes at uh, Growing With Fishes or Potent Ponics on your favorite podcast app, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all the things. And uh, hit that like and subscribe. If you don't like us, hit the down uh, the down vote button. That also helps us with our search algorithm. So either way, I don't care. You help us either way. <laughs>